Hey, good morning to Nathan Cosmina. It's been, as I said, a huge couple of weeks for the club. Yeah, it has been. Morning, guys. It's um, a week off on the field for the men, um, but uh, we had plenty of news, obviously, with Nesta's announcement last week. Um, thankfully, the, the dust has settled a little bit of it. What we sort of said at the time, wanted to make as clear as possible, was that he's still here for another seven months, so um, it's been a bit of fanfare, and um, yeah, now into, into the business of regular season again. Nathan, before we sort of get into Nestori and his situation, I just want to say well done on the what you've done with the squad. You know, a lot of people were a little bit sceptical leading into this year or, or fearful about what it might look like, Craig Goodwin not being there after his amazing year last year. But the faith you've shown in the younger players over not just this year but the last couple of years to keep producing that pipeline of talent to come through, it, it's really looking exciting for you and you're starting to reap those benefits. Yeah, it's... Um... Well, we can't get away from the fact that, that Craig was something that we didn't foresee or plan for. I think we were pretty clear in that. At the time, um, in, in uh, response to the reaction from fans, but what we had said and we set at our members for and we've kind of reiterated over the past 12 months is that we've got an exceptional group of young kids coming through now. They're all now starting to hit that 18, 19 where they can play regular football. And, and for that reason, in testament to, to Carl, um, who's managed this process is a delicate one very well over the last couple of years is that we're not going to be signing players that are going to block the, the pathway of, of players like Nesta. Um, and, and we're seeing the, the fruits of that labor now. I mean, as, as Carl will always say with young players, you're getting consistency. It's not always going to be rosy, but mm. I think uh, the fact that Nesta, the way he's been managed over the last 12 months and, and now able to start games and obviously doing really well, um, it just, that is what is more important than anything for development of these these players. It's all well and good having talent and ability, but it needs to be managed really well, and that's what I think our coaching staff done a phenomenal job of for the last couple of years. So what does it mean for the club, Nathan? Um, and was pretty much every club in the world after Nesta, so he needed to be advised on the right one to go to? Yeah, it was it was quite hectic. Um, I mean, it probably started around January, I think. We, we started to take phone calls. Uh, from, I mean, to be honest, it comes from agents in the most part, um, from everywhere. But we were pretty clear that, that there was only certain parts of the globe that we thought was the right fit. You start to look at visa issues and things like that. Some just, you know, the Premier League just wasn't a reality. But also, the, uh, and we said it last week, the, the structure and framework around Bynes um, set up is, is second to none. Um, you know, they'll take him straight into the first team. He'll live. He'll live at their training base. Um, you know all the support that goes around um, living at home. It was easy to forget that he's only 17, and as you say, he's in school. Um, he's going to be in a different country with a completely different culture. And we we felt as though the from a football perspective, first and foremost, but from a, a personal perspective, Vanessa and his development that. Munich was the best fit, and it took a little while to come together, but but now it has, which is good. And, and what we've said, we just just don't want to put it behind us. But that's why we announced it in in the week of a, a Socceroos match, is to just give Nesta some clean air, so now he can just just worry about his football. And in regards to the money that the club receives, so uh, you you put that with the addition of the money from Craig. Does that go player specific or into all aspects of the football club potentially? into the front office with staffing and things like that. Are you able to break down, not specifically, but but whereabouts that money would likely end up? 
it does go um, everywhere, but, but by everywhere, it's investment back into the football program. So, we, you know, our chairman has sort of been quite vocal in the off-season about the amount of money our owners have invested in the club. Some to clear out uh, some, some issues from the past and COVID, but more importantly, to start to invest and plan for the future. So we've put a, a truckload of investment into both the youth development and, and the women's side. They've been the two areas that have seen seen the windfall. Um, and the timings of these transfer fees, you know, it's not as though we're 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 getting a one big hit, you know, and, and all of a sudden you wake up one day and your, your bank account's full. It comes in over time. So for us, it'll be very strategically used. We <clears throat> make no secret that we're not going to be out there signing big name players. Um, you know, it's hard to to spruik youth and the successes of these kids getting minutes and then the same and signing, you know, thirty thirty five year olds. Um, we'll do that to support the success, the success of the team, but we won't do it to the detriment of our, of our younger players. So we'll have a look at what we do next um, over the next little period, but in the moment we're in the middle of the season. So first and foremost, it's concentrating on the games ahead. And, and so does that become a, a little bit of your business model going forward? You, you invest some extra money in that youth development, you keep that pipeline coming through, and then hopefully every couple of years you get a nice little windfall to keep reinvesting in that. And, and as a supporter we get to watch the development of these young players and then we hopefully get to watch them playing on the, the biggest stages in the world yeah i mean that's how most leagues in the world and most clubs in the world are, are run um we don't do it you know particularly to sell players but for us we take great pride in producing socceroos you see the amount that have around south australians that have mm. been in the socceroos over the last few months particularly with some of the younger boys in muhammad and Cassini most recently, but even the likes of Ryan Strain that that um, you know was was um, uh, not even an A-league play, wasn't on our radar initially as a youngster to to be a right back, and then came through our system, um, went off to to Europe, and now he's a <coughs> soccer. That's the, they're the sort of things that we take the most pride in. So if you focus on that with your football. And they don't have to leave at 18 like Nesta. Some might be like Ryan that leave at 21, 22. But that's your focus, and then you're not all. Not everyone's going to be a European footballer, I mean, and there's great pride in in being a, a 200 plus game A League player. So, so we don't necessarily produce players just to sell them. We do produce players to make them better. So, that's where we're at at the moment. We've done a pretty good job the last couple of years, I like to think. But that's where our focus will continue moving forward. Wonderful to see Cassini Yengi make his Socceroos debut against Bangladesh this time last week at Amy Park and he gave a lot of credit to the football club and Carl Viet. Joe Gauchi's part of the squad, Craig Goodwin as well. So as you mentioned, that South Australian connection is brilliant. Speaking of Carl Viet, he scored the first goal for the club 20 years ago and I know the club has had a, a really big focus on celebrating the 20th anniversary with a big event happening in January. Are you able to give all of the Adelaide United fans a little bit more information about that, how they can get involved and, and celebrate what's been a brilliant two decades? Yeah, we uh, we put together a dinner um, for the 23rd of January at Adelaide Oval. So we've started promoting that over the last couple of weeks. You'll see more information on social media and online over the next couple of weeks. But essentially, it's a, a celebration of the 20 years that's that's been. We, we, we go back to year one. Um, you've seen a lot of that online with our, our little documentary we put together this year. But celebrating the foundations of the club, but but all the stories. There's been a lot of them over the over the journey, you know, culminating the success of 2016. But um, you know, uh, uh, Asian Champions League with with Vidmar in 08 and 09, early days of the championships, uh, sorry, premiership and the the victory rivalry, and then um, back to our roots in the last few years with Carl. So yeah, big. We had a, a 
big uh, packed house there at Adelaide Oval, um, hoping for 500 plus people and uh, encourage any any fans to, to come along. Have you organised the MC yet? Uh, we've got a regular we use. I think we'll probably get a start, but we have to. I was just saying, you know, if you needed someone, I'm here, but I guess yeah. the other blokes, uh, he's doing yeah. a good job. He, he does a great job. He does a brilliant job. Now, Nathan, before we let you go, Bix, can you just explain to Nathan what I'm coincidentally wearing today in yeah. Studio Lumo? So, so this is what I have to deal with, Nathan. I've come in this morning. And my co-host has got – he's got his full soccer kit on. He's got the the Australian Outdoor Living. It's the white shirt with the McDonald's logo on the right shoulder. And he's got the white shorts with white socks and sneakers on. He looks like he's ready to run out and have a kick. Oh, he's actually the darker shorts, the dark sort of – I just, I just thought that because we, we had a few injury concerns that maybe if you needed a 39-year-old striker to step in, I'm available. Well, we've, we have a Legends game each year, and for some reason you've never played in it, Jared. So I think that might be um, the next step for you. But uh, you're a proud supporter of uh, <laughs> of our kits. I like that kit. I won't I won't wear full kit, but uh, thanks for supporting the club. No, no, congratulations. Look, uh, I was saying a bit earlier, it's a wonderful celebration of um, two decades with, with so much more to come for Adelaide United um, before the international breaker. A little stumble against Sydney FC and um, the same with the women over the weekend, but we, we believe in what Carl Viet and Adrian Stenter are doing and yourself as well leading the hell, mate. So congratulations for all of your contributions. We're looking forward to the 23rd of January and we appreciate your time and breaking down what's happening with um, their story and looking forward to um, a couple of away games, but then Adelaide United back taking on the Raw um, in the second week of December. So thanks for your time. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Hmm.